guys. We've got Coach Hawkins here. Uh, if you have a question, please raise your hand. We'll get started. Uh, Lauren, go ahead, Lauren. Hey, Lauren. Hey, Hop. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Um, I was curious. You mentioned after the one of the games last week that you guys were kind of putting a Band-Aid on things that you've had in the past defensively. I'm wondering if you meant in terms of experience of what you have or in terms of personnel, maybe not having the length and size that you've had. I, I think more the, 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 the personnel, it's a combination of both. And so not being able to cover certain things, we're going to have to, you know, we're going to have to try to manipulate it and move it around and, uh, and uh, get better at it. You know, that's, that's more so what I meant. And um, you mentioned really focus. You wanted to really focus on defense um, this week in practice. How's that been going for you guys? You know, it's been going pretty good. Um, you know, it's been going pretty good. You know, the last couple games, you know, just the the three-pointers that we've been allowed just can't happen. That's been a big emphasis, obviously. The rebounding part is still an emphasis, um, you know, and especially against USC, and they're so big. Rebounding is going to be a huge part. And then the third – is going to be defending without fouling. You know, um, that's a big part of it. They were plus 18 from the foul line when we played them in the first game. And uh, and uh, we were negative 10 on the rebounds. And so that's a combination of, of things that we have to, you know, to, to win this game, we're going to have to be able to do that for sure. Better. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Percy, go ahead, Percy. Oh, hey, how, how are we doing? Percy. Hey, just uh, can you touch on a big, just um, the season – that Marcus has had uh, just, um, you know, everything that you've asked of, of him. And it seems that he gives you an offensive spark when you need it. He is a very, very good uh, offensive player. He's uncanny. He, you know, especially with the way, you know, they guard some of the other guys, it gives him the ability as a third guy to be able to get in the paint and make plays. Um, scoring has been a big part of it. Um, another part would be, I think he also has the ability to assist. And I think that could be another, you know, taking another step would be not just scoring, but maybe four or five assists, you know, where, where we can get our shooters open. Um, I think that's a big part of it. And, uh, but definitely on the, on the offensive push, he's been really good for us. Hey, and, you know, I'm trying to get a handle of his, uh, offensive game here. Uh, you know, I've been doing this for some time, just like you have, have you, you know, seen anything quite like it it kind of reminds, reminds me of like maybe a mark jackson you know maybe like back in the day but he just has this um unorthodox way of scoring he does and that's just you know i think he's got a really good basketball iq it allows him to be shifty and find ways he knows how to use his size and his body and then he's got funky little shots uh in 2003 when we won the national championship we had a kid named billy edelin who you can say, and, and Marcus was a better three-point shooter. Billy, you could say, couldn't shoot, and he would go to his left, spin back to his right, and shoot like a little half hook, and it was on <laughs> And you know, like, we're playing at Notre Dame, and he has 28, and they know it's happening, and they can't stop it. And that's that's when you know you're a pretty darn good offensive player. So, Yeah. All right, Hop. Thank you. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Chris Fetters. Go ahead, Chris. Hey, Hop. Good to see you. Hey, Chris. Um, just was curious, you know, obviously in the game, you got foul situations, you got all the rest, but when it comes to settling into your rotations, are you starting to get more comfortable with that, especially as you get to know these guys a little bit better and especially with the transfer guys? I think so. It just, you know, we still have the same 
per se warts. You know, you know, it goes back to sometimes your best offensive guys don't let you be the best defensive guys. And that goes back to experience, size, athleticism, so all those different things. But I'm feeling more comfortable with these guys. I think they're getting a better chemistry uh, since the uh, the Cal game. We've shot exceptionally well uh, from the three-point line. That's a, a plus. We've had one bad half uh, shooting the ball, and that was at Oregon State. Uh, but for the most part, we've been shooting a lot better. We've been able to score a lot better. Um, the only thing on the offensive end, which we can clean up, is you know sometimes we we turn it over a little bit too much in, in turnovers that are not like 30 second shot clock or an extra pass. It's kind of turnovers to touchdowns. You know, it's a it's a ball reverse pass or something that they get a layup. Those are the ones that we've got to. Those are four point plays, and we can't afford to have those. Um, but I definitely on the offensive end, we're feeling a lot more comfortable with these guys for sure. And I know it just, it just feels like maybe USC is not a, a fantastic matchup for you guys just in terms of personnel, but in the six games since the last time you saw them, is there anything that you feel like is, is, is allowing you to, to feel better about this particular matchup? Well, I think, you know, it goes back to, you know, you, I, we're going to have to rebound the basketball. They are big. You know, they are big and they're not just big, but they're good big. Uh, and that's at every position. They've got great length. Um, they're a good passing team. Uh, and then they're really good interior going to the glass. And one of our weaknesses has been rebounding the ball. And so, you know, we've got to do a really good job. You know, we're going to hopefully do a good job getting them to miss. And then it's going to be our toughness and our adjustments, hopefully, are going to uh, allow us to rebound the ball better. Uh, we did it against Colorado. We did it against Utah. And I think it's going to be a big part of this game. And when you rebound the ball, too, it, it doesn't allow them to get the ball again and then where you have to foul them, you know. And that, that plus 18 from the foul line is, you know, is, a, is something that we're, we were concerned about. And that was another thing that we didn't do against uh, Colorado and Utah. Uh, it was fairly even. And so those are two factors I think that are going to be big in this game. And I feel like if we can do those, we'll have a chance to win this game. Um, we've, we've proven, you know, obviously we haven't shown consistency, but we've been able to, to play with the top teams. And USC is no different. They're a top team and we have a game plan. And now we can't we go and execute it. We'll see tomorrow. But I, I think we have the plan to beat them. All right. Thanks, Hop. You're welcome. Hey, Mike, uh, Cole Badgema kind of intrigues me. He's got all this size. He's got athleticism, but, but he seems a little reluctant to kind of let himself go out there. Is that either being young, a small town guy, or, or could you just size him up a bit? I think he's a really talented player. Uh, he didn't play a lot last year. Uh, being new to this team and our system, we didn't know if he was going to be eligible until very late. Uh, but he's a guy that uh, just wants to be really good, works hard every day in practice. He has a great first step. He can get where he needs to get. Um, extremely competitive, but learning a new, new system, just like anybody. Um, but I, his size, his skill for his position, I think I think he's going to be a really good player for us, for sure. Hey, how's it going, Coach? Hey, James. Oh, sorry there. Hey, we saw how talented Evan Mobley was in your guys' first matchup with UFC, and I know you don't want to reveal your exact game plan, but in general, what do you think you have to do to limit a player like that? You got to go to church, uh, and you know he's he. Listen, he's a 
he's a really good player. And he's not just a superstar player. He's a superstar person. If you watch, he's not just – he makes plays for his team. He doesn't play – he doesn't play selfish. He plays unselfish. He impacts the game not only on the offensive end, but he's – I think, you know, they've done a really good job defensively this year, and I think he's the major factor. He can switch. He can protect the rim. He's got exceptional length, and he's got exceptional timing. Like, he's a basketball player, not just – uh, his size. So he is, uh, he's a heck of a talent, uh, to slow him down is, you know, can, you know, can you limit his touches? Uh, can you keep him away from the rim and then defensively, are you able to space him out where, you know, you can take advantage of pulling him away from the basket so you can get to the rim or if he is guarding somebody that can shoot, you know, keeping him spaced. So maybe that's some place that you can take advantage of them, but, They've got a really good team. They've got good chemistry. They've got experience. They've got young superstar. And uh, it'll be a heck of a challenge for us for sure. Got it. Thank you, Coach. You're welcome, James. Hey, Coach. Um, you know, defense, I know, has been frustrating this year, you know, and you've been searching for answers, getting out of the zone sometimes, uh, trapping sometimes. I mean, in a perfect world, do you want to sit back in that zone? Do you want to mix it up? Or do you feel as though coming out of that zone gets you away from who you really are? Well, coming out of the zone gets us away from what we are. So we want to stay in the zone. What we're trying to do is is we're, we're trying to give a couple different looks. Uh, you know, right now, the way the zone is, we were just, you know, getting really hammered on the glass in a lot of different ways. And, uh, you know, against this team, I think every game is going to be a little bit different. You don't want to get away from who you are, but you also don't want to come up with a game plan if it's not working of how you can win this game. And so that's what we're really focused on. Um, that's why we made the adjustment. Um, and, uh, you know, we just got to keep getting better at it. And uh, this year's, you know, defensive team is, you know, I, you know, we, we've, we've had games where we've rebounded. We've had games uh, where we've been able to be put into position uh, to win against really good teams and we just gotta you know have the combination of getting some stops uh, not putting teams on the foul line not letting team make 10 or 12 threes if they make five or six fine 10 11 and 12 not good um and and then on the offensive end for us uh you know us shooting the ball we've we've really shot the ball well we've got really good guards and uh you know Sometimes I think we might have to be in position where we've got to make 10 or 12 threes in these games. And with Nate, um, you know, down low, I know you don't have a lot of depth at the front line. How important is it to keep him out of foul trouble on the defensive end to get his offense going? You know what, Kim, it's, it's, it's important. You know, we don't have a lot of depth down there. Um, and in the, in that early foul trouble, just it kills your rotations. It kills a lot of things. And so, we might do some things, um, you know, it's, it goes back to defensively, you know, pick your poison. You know, do we have to help with double teams? Do we have to help in certain ways? Uh, if you do that, it's just going to open something else up. But I think, you know, keeping him in the game is really, really important to us with our lack of, uh, of depth at the center position. Thanks, Coach. You're welcome. Hey, Coach. Uh, two quick questions. On Eric Stevenson, how do you feel it's helped his game grow to where he – I noticed when he misses the first three, he catches and tries to drive to the lane instead of just putting it back up. How much do you feel his game has kind of grown or evolved as the last – as the season has gone on? Well, Eric, you know, it's all about his confidence. You see, after uh California game when he had 27, 
you know, he's been really, really consistent. We're trying to get him shots out of the offense. Uh, he brings a competitive nature that that we love and need. And uh, he's a great player. He just, you know, I think early on in the year, we were messing with different lineups. He was new in the system. Defensively, we were trying to figure some things out. We didn't have a normal preseason. But I think he's he's hit his stride in a lot of ways. And, you know, he's not going to be perfect every game. But I think that his consistency and his confidence and his ability to make shots has been huge for us uh, when we've played well this season. Thanks, Hop. You're welcome. All right, guys, got Eric Stevenson here. Please raise your hand if you have a question and I will get to you. Percy, we'll get started with you. Awesome. Hey, Eric, thank you for doing this. Appreciate it. Hey, when you face a uh, team like SC, um, that's just so big on that front line, just, uh, Offensively, how do you attack them? They're freakishly long and athletic on the front line. Um, they're really only pretty small at that at that point guard spot. So, um, pretty much just you know you got to get in the paint and then look to kick. Um, you know you got you got you to get in the paint, look to kick, make open jumpers, um, and then you know try to take the bigs away from the rim. Um, whether that's, you know, just player movement or, or you know, little extended ball screens um, to try and get the Mobleys away from the rim, um, try and get some some easy looks at the rim. But, again, driving and kicking for open threes and, and knocking them down. Is it um, easier or, you know, um, after playing them that first time, uh, just uh, anything that you can take away from that game that can help you on, on Thursday night? Um. I mean, it's kind of it's been a theme, you know, the whole year, but especially against them because they're, you know, they're so big and on the front front line. Um, trying to trying to battle on the boards and you know limit their offensive rebounds, um, and you know, which will obviously give us more possessions uh, on the offensive end. Awesome, Eric. Thank you, Lauren. Go ahead, Lauren. Hey, Eric. When you look at the amount of threes you guys have given up in the last three game, last two games, what have you seen? What do you see as the biggest problem there? That's a tough question because, um, you know, we made adjustments defensively to, to try and take away the three, um, you know, and give us better position to, to rebound on the defensive end. Um, so maybe, you know, just a couple of breakdowns. Um, yeah, just breakdowns and, 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 you know, lack of focus ment mentally. Um, it's pretty much that's how you give up easy threes, you know, because teams shouldn't get open looks, um, you know, unless – you know, they get a transition opportunity or whatever. But in the half court, you know, you should you should be able to keep teams from shooting wide open threes. And then when you look back at the the games you guys won against Utah and Colorado, are there things that you guys were doing in those games that you feel like you've gotten away from again recently? Uh, I mean, everybody says, you know, we played, you know, fantastic in those games and it's how we won and this and that. But you know, in, in those games, we really just made shots. Like we shot a ridiculous percentage of both games, I believe. Um, and we had, I think we had at least three guys in both of those games score at least 15. So um, obviously that helps, but, you know, it, it all goes back to defense. You know, even in those games, we're giving up 80 and 70, 79 or whatever it was. Um, so, yeah, we, I mean, we were just making a ridiculous amount of shots. All right, thank you. Kim Grinnell, let's go ahead, Kim. 
I'm good, Ashley. I forgot to unraise my hand. Dan Riley. Eric, uh, college basketball has always been a transient game with guys changing schools. And on your team, you've come from Wichita State. There's guys that played Michigan and Kentucky and USC. Do you guys ever talk about just, you know, where you've been and, and how it was and compared, you know, coming to Washington and leaving where, where you left? Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, that's normal. You know, if you're if you transfer and somebody else transfers into the school with you, you're going to, you know, you're obviously going to say like, oh, this is how we did it here. This is how we did it there and compare and contrast or whatever. But I mean, yeah, I feel like that's that's just a normal thing to do. And, and last thing for me, did you know Cole Bajima very well? Had you seen him play before you became teammates? Uh, no, actually, I never really saw him play. Um, I heard of him, you know, just being another white guy in the state. That's pretty good. That's how that's pretty much how I found out about him. Um, but, you know, I heard he was going to Michigan out of high school, so he obviously has some talent. Um, so that's pretty much all I knew about him.